This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello everyone and welcome to Club Preview here on Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Um, It will be myself, Scott Gemmell, that's um, hosting tonight, um, where this evening we'll discuss a wee bit of Rangers news, a reaction to today's press conference and finally we'll round up with um, a wee preview um, of the St Johnson game uh, tomorrow lunchtime. Um, So let's go through and introduce the the full house again. Um, First of all, um, Scott Carney, how's it going mate? Good mate, Rangers are nearly back, we're very very close to seeing Rangers again, but yes, um, looking forward to it, I'm just at the end of my, my week off, but uh, what a way to finish it off by seeing the, the famous back in action tomorrow, but yeah, cheers mate. Yep, uh, and Ali Pearson? How are we doing, Scotia? I put a, it says to the boys off camera, put a retro top on you uh, for tonight, because I know you like a retro top. So this is the only one I could fit into, going down the line, so the NTL one. So, uh, aye, that's in your honour, Scotia. Yeah, very nice. Thank you for that. Yeah, it was my first day back at work today. Um, So eased into it on a Friday, which was was quite good. Um, And also got Jamie Lowe. How's it going, Jamie? I'm good, Scotia, mate. How's, How's things? How are you feeling about hosting? Yeah, looking forward to it. Hopefully it all goes well. We'll, we'll get to the, the press conference bit and then um, we'll mess up like I did the last time I done the press conference. <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> and uh, finally, Ryan Haymarsh has joined us once again. How's it going, Ryan? Not bad, Scotia. Good to see you all. Uh, National Week is over uh, and looking forward to seeing Rangers tomorrow as well. Uh. Yeah, how was um, Biffy? I know you were at the Biffy Clyro Garden the Green yesterday. I think it was just great to be back in a gig again. I probably would have went and seen Spice Girls, if I'm being honest with you. I was that desperate to go to a gig. Um, <laughs> very good. There's nothing wrong with it about the Spice Girls, mate. I grew up on the Spice Girls. Um, it was part of my life growing up, mate. Uh, but I am a wee bit jealous that you've been to the Biffy gig, mate. I'm not going to lie. I could hear it from yeah. a flat last night. It's pure blaring. I had the windows open, you could hear it. <laughs> There's no chance you like Biffy Clyro Alley before we even carry on. No chance. 
Are they the ones that sang Run? They sing Run. <laughs> no, it's Snow Patrol, isn't it? <laughs> Aye. Just ignore, just ignore that then. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. Yeah, a long time since I've seen Biffy live, but um, yeah, glad you enjoyed it. Um, yeah, so it's been a while since um, Rangers have played them um, after that uh, fantastic victory against Celtic in the Old Firm on the 28th, 29th of August. Um, obviously, it was interrupted um, by the international break, which I know is not everyone's cup of tea. Um, Rangers had nine players, the first team squad, in playing full international men's football, uh, representing eight countries. Um, I know there was an awful lot of the, the younger guys representing the under-21s teams. So, um, Ryan, I, I don't really know this, but um, how do you feel about international football? And are you just glad that the, the Rangers are back tomorrow? I don't want to be too down, but I'm very disinterested in international football. I'm just kind of... I just want our players to come back fit. If they're happy playing for their countries, then I'm happy for them, but I tend not to watch it. Um, I watch the major tournaments like the World Cup and, and European Championships, but my outlook really is like your kids. If your kids leave and go outside and play, you just want them to come back safely and that's where I look at Rangers players. So it doesn't overly interest me. I'm just glad that Rangers are back tomorrow. Yeah, no. Yeah, so Jamie, I mean, that's. I think that's most people's big concerns is that people pick up injuries. Knox, um, obviously, yeah. the, the big one from the international break there is um, Hadji picking up COVID. Now, obviously, we're living in a period of time where this is likely to happen. Um, you know, what, how do you feel about our players going away to play in international games? The, <clears throat> the risk is obviously heightened. I think um, very similarly... I do. I will watch the internationals. I'm not, not obviously as invested um, as watching Rangers, but um, you get a vested interest simply to see how how uh, the players fare. Um, it obviously, means quite a lot of them to, to go and represent to go and represent their countries. So it means a lot to them. But um, as Ryan says, from an injury perspective, even before COVID, it was always a you always had a nervousness of them them you know traveling and. Um, potentially picking up an injury, but in this case, um, for Hadji to have tested positive for COVID, it really is a blow. I think not necessarily for for Saturday because I don't know necessarily that it would have, have started, but I think if it rules them out of um, next Thursday, I think that's going to be a massive blow. Sadly, yeah, yeah, we'll get on to the kind of comments that um, Gerard made about that um, in his press conference a bit later on. Um, Carney, to you, obviously the injuries are concerned, but on the flip side is the ability for players to come to Rangers and play international football makes us, you know, a quite a good club to come to in that respect. And would you go along with that? A hundred percent, mate, because I think no matter how much, and it's not that I don't uh, agree with international football in like that, in the middle of a pandemic, maybe I don't agree with it as much, but pillars traveling all over the world, etc. But, um, it's just not my bag international football. I can completely respect players wanting to represent their country. Uh, I, I don't see the problem with it. I, I think they, they should, and it's, it's part of their, their dreams growing up as a football player. In terms of Rangers being a good place, it is, mate, because we are we are, we are a, a route into European football as well. There's a, we can kind of broaden the horizon of a player um, um, for a lot more people to witness them playing football at a kind of high level. Um, Obviously, it's Europa League again this year, but obviously we're hoping to get into the Champions League next year as well, which only helps attract players because, as you say, they're going to be playing on a higher stage. If they can do it on that higher stage, then it opens the, the doorway for them to represent their country. 
Yep, no, yeah, I agreed. Yep, uh, and Nally just has probably round up the kind of international stuff there. Kemmer Ruth made his debut for Jamaica. Now, do you have the same fears that we had with Scott Arfield when he went to play Canada all those times? Now that you know Ruth's playing international football, but it's the other hemisphere that he's playing in. Yeah, well, Scott Arfield, I wouldn't say was as injury prone as uh, as Kamar Ruth. Kamar Ruth's the one guy we talked about during the week in terms of are we light up front? And I did say Kamar Ruth, if he stays fit, we'll be fine. But if he doesn't, we could be light. And him going all the way to Jamaica to play these games now, it gives light eye and it gives me the fear when these guys are over there in terms of what happens. I'm not assuming they get humped 3-0 off of, I don't know who it was, to be honest, but they got humped 3-0. Panama, I think and, um, Panama. Is that who it was? Panama. But uh, if, fair play. I mean, I think it's his dad's nationality, Jamaica, so he wants to represent in terms of his dad. So, I mean... Like Carney, I mean, it doesn't float my boat in international football, like you all know, but just because it doesn't float my boat doesn't mean that players like Hadji and Xem and Hadji's an icon in Romania should go to represent their countries because all these all these guys want to. So, but it does give me the fear in terms of injuries. And I know obviously he'll come on to Gerard in terms of the injury um, for the weekend, but um, aye, it gives me the fear with Kamaru in particular. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, delighted for him that he's playing international football. Um, but yeah, I, I've got those same fears as well. But um, I mean, well, that's all do is for the international stuff. I'm happy Scotland get a massive result on um, Tuesday night there. So yeah, that's me pleased until I think October the 9th is the kind of next international break. So not not too long away, unfortunately, if um, international football is not your bag. Is but it that early? Just... Sorry, yeah. Scott, is it that early? Yeah. Bloody hell, yeah, man. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> and then we've got another wee one in November as well. So uh, of course, I, what's this for? The League of like Chariot Cup or Cheerios or something? I don't know what's it was for. No, still for the World FIFA, Cup? Yeah, FIFA just um, put certain dates. You've got like September, October, mm. November, March, God. and then usually June and July. But um, obviously last year we kind of skipped it because a lot of stuff was curtailed because of COVID. So we didn't yeah. really have all these wee breaks. So we're, now that we're back to semi-normality, um, yeah, everyone's got that to look forward to. Whoopee! Um, <laughs> yeah, so we'll start, I think, we'll, first of all, in terms of Rangers news, we'll start on um, a positive, I think. And um, this um, Tuesday uh, afternoon, Rangers released uh, Relentless 55, the inside story. Um, it was £5 a pop. I know there was quite a lot of grumblings about that price and people not happy that it wasn't something that was given to particularly season ticket holders for free. Um, but Carney, I'll come to you first. I think you were probably one of the first of us to actually watch it. Um, what did you make of it and were you happy enough with the, the, the price? Um, well, yeah, of course I was one of the first ones to watch it because I'm staunch, mate, that's why. Um, <laughs> look, it's a fiver, mate. Do you know what I mean? I, I can get why people were having a wee bit of grumblings around it. The end of the day, the club have put money into producing something like this for us. So I suppose there was always going to be a cost. I think the the five pound for you, it's like over a year. I think you can watch it. So um, I think they should they should probably release some some form of hard copy for it, like a, a presentation pack, even if you like, because um, they would sell that as well. It is what it is. Um, in terms of the. The, the actual movie itself, or the, the whatever you want to call it, documentary, it was tremendous, absolutely brilliant. Um, I had a tear in my eye quite close to the end as well. Uh, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Just to, it's players like you hear players like Steve Davis talking, and 
more than more than just a, a standard TV interview, if you like. You actually took, almost got a wee bit of insight to these players and what it means to them. And hearing Alfredo Morelos saying proud was a particular highlight. Uh, it's a it's a fantastic thing for the club to do, and it's um, it's really good. Uh, there's only one disappointment for me was we were teased. I don't know if you remember, lads, back when. Um, Celtic drew one each with Dundee United or was it now? No, I can't remember with Dundee United that day and we won the league and the inside Ibrox or inside the training park was meant to have... We were teased with it on Twitter anyway by the media team and we didn't see a great deal from inside the training centre. Obviously the, the bit where Gerard gets a wee bit choked up and emotional, that's inside the, the training centre and that's the bit that sent me... Um, as if I was sniffing onions anyway, put it that way, it got me a bit choked up but... I really wanted to see everybody going absolutely mental inside the training centre at that time. But look, it's a it's a small it's a small gripe to have with it. I think the the Rangers media team deserve great credit for it, and it's something I'll watch. I have already watched it three times, I think now. So, um, yeah, I mean, I say it's it's. I'm glad they've done it. As I say, it's something that will hopefully release the release a hard copy, and we can we hold on to that for forever. Yeah, I remember Amazon Prime, Kenny, putting out wee tweets and stuff at times and then I'm fairly disappointed that that hasn't come yet. But here's hoping something comes along in the future. Um, Ali, you must have hundreds and hundreds of old Rangers videos from the 90s. Um, you've now sat down and watched it. How did you enjoy this one? I thought it was brilliant. I don't know why folk are having a month and growing about 4 for something you can keep for a year. I mean, at the end of the day, Rangers are a business, and as Carney says, they've had to put a bit of production into that, and it was really good. To, <clears throat> it reminded me of the kind of Amazon ones I've seen, the Leeds one, the Tottenham one. It was along the kind of same lines in terms of behind the scenes. You've seen a lot of stuff, but for five quid, I thought it was a bargain. I would have paid a tenner for it. I mean, you go into Sky Store to rent a movie, it's 10, 12 quid, and you can you download it on your telly. So I thought it was value for money. I'll watch it again. There's bits here that I didn't... Like, Tav and Goldson, I never realised, played with each other at um, Shrewsbury. Mm. I never knew they played together before. I knew Kamara and Aribo had known each other at a younger age, but in terms of they two, I never knew they played together before, so that was quite... I was good to know about that, because they're really friendly on and off the park, so I thought it was brilliant. And um, like Carney, I'll no doubt be watching it near enough every week, to be honest, for the whole year. So I'll get my money's worth, don't you worry. Yeah, Ryan, um, I don't know if you've managed to see it yet, hey, have you? Yes, I've watched it. Um, I think we're all waiting for this. We got teased with the inside 55 thing and when the club just went silent with, with that, I just I knew there was something coming. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was fantastic. I thought the, the kind of editing and stuff was very professional, really well done. The Rangers media team are there's class compared to what it used to be. Um, I could have watched probably an hour and a half of Morelos with subtitles, though, easily. <laughs> I was just like, at times I wasn't even being what he was saying, I was just looking at his face. Uh, it was brilliant. <laughs> um, got a bit tear, I got a bit tearful. I'm quite an emotional guy anyway, but I got a quite a, a bit tearful. A few, a few things were said, and just like, I think we spoke about it in a, a previous pod. He went in. Um, that, that was a goal for me that I knew we were going to win the league and it was great to see that I told Carney uh, stole my thunder I think we get robbed a wee bit with the celebrations inside Oakenham that was a it seemed to just jump to 
the players outside poking heavy with the with the yeah. side and, stuff. and I thought, hold on a minute, how what have I missed here? Like I think they could have shown us that. I want to see the players going berserk and I want to see McGregor throwing people about and <laughs> overall it was fantastic. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. I'll watch it again, no doubt. Yeah, no, yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm Jamie, as Ryan says there, as it gets to kind of where we secure the title, that's really where it hit me. And yeah, you get all emotional and you get really excited watching that. Um, we also get some good insight from Davy Edgar and Martin Ramsey from Heart and Hand. What did you make of the whole whole video, the production of it? Yeah, I thought it was a really nice touch. Um, I mean, it's such, such an important season. Um, you know, that success of delivering 55, it meant... It meant you know everything to us, but I think it was it was really nice for the club to give us something back. Yeah, five pound, fair enough. There was an added cost there, but in a season that you know, unlike any other, where we weren't able to get into the um, into the ground and, and see the team for ourselves, you know, we've just sat at home watching the team on TV for for the full year, having paid for a season ticket. So, um, I think it was a a really nice touch for the club to put something like that together and to give us a bit of an insight. It wasn't just a matter of, you know, watching some of the games back, some of the kind of highlights. There was there was proper insight, like you've said, and like you've covered. Um, I, I loved I loved um, hearing from Stephen Davis in particular. I thought it was interesting when, when he was even talking about um, at the very beginning, kind of in between uh, last, uh, two seasons ago and, the, and last season, um, where there was a kind of longer period or longer preparation period through COVID, and he, he was unsure about um, his recovery and how his body was going to react. Um, I just love listening to, to Steve Davis. I think he speaks really well. Um, and it was a really honest insight. Um, but yeah, a really well-balanced, well-produced um, video. Uh, good insight from, obviously, people about the club, players, fans. Um, I think the other thing as well is we obviously had been teased, whether it's you're looking for certain content but see even the date if you think about it and when it's been released it's the week before flag day um so it's just going to get us even more emotional before you know a week on sunday when we see that that flag unfurl so um i uh, well played mr rangers <laughs> i keep forgetting it's flag day and i've got two weeks time or a week's time really yeah just looking forward to that one yeah no i can't recommend it enough you know the five pounds paying for it it's nothing i was a wee bit worried i thought i'd seen somewhere that you would only have like it, 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 available to view for like two weeks or something. But if what you say there, Carney, if it's for a year, I suppose that's the problem you've got with digital media that it's you don't you don't have a, that hard copy that you that's there in yours forever. So, as you say, hopefully something gets brought out that they'll be able to take even more money off all of us. Um, at some I do point. wonder. Yeah. I do Carry wonder on. if the club will um, see like after a year. I wonder if the club will maybe sell it to. Amazon or Netflix or something. You know, a lot of these football documentaries are on like Netflix. Because I want the world to see that, you know what I mean? So um, I think it wouldn't be a bad idea after a year once everybody's seen it to maybe sell it on, sell the rights on to something like that. Yeah, no, that would be good. That's what I was meaning as well, though, is like you paid the five pound now and if they do release one we're every single one of us is going to buy it <laughs> do you know what i mean I'll, I'll buy it i'll keep it forever do you know what i mean so i mean it could be it could be a clever a, cl- a clever um kind of marketing thing from the club but uh yeah uh, as i say i think hopefully it gets on streaming sites and all that as well but yeah i don't be surprised if there's a dvd coming 
Yeah, no. So as we say, if you've not bought, watched it or you've not bought it already, go and do it because all five years can't recommend it highly enough. Um, so we'll move on for that on to some slightly more um, negative news. And that kind of um, came out last night, yesterday evening on Thursday, that um, it looks very likely that the vaccine passports to attend um, large-scale events, which is basically anything with a capacity over 10,000 people um, from the 1st of October. Now, obviously, this is going to immediately impact us for the game against Hibs on the 3rd. Um, it's been, meet, been met with a bit of resistance in a lot of quarters. Um, Jamie, I'll come to you on this, this one. What are your, your thoughts for this? Are you against it? Are you for it? Are you indifferent? How do you feel? Uh, I, d- I don't really know what to think about it just yet, to be honest. Um, in, in a sense, I can understand if, if um, I, I suppose from a personal point of view, you know, I, I've been impacted by COVID. My family's been impacted by COVID. It's, it's a horrible thing. Um, but this, this, I don't know. I, I really don't know how this is going to work in, in practical terms. Um as well as, I don't know, I, th- I think the vaccine, whilst, whilst um, there's there's obviously evidence to suggest it's going to support with, you know, the prevention of spreading COVID, um, it's, it's obviously a choice if you, if you want to, to be vaccinated. So, uh, you know, for those, I think there's a couple of examples, uh, the other boys uh, here that know people who have not taken the vaccine that have got um, you know, season tickets or they've got tickets for gigs or whatever. It, it does feel like a bit of a punishment um, to, to them. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, that as well as it's even just something as simple as the QR codes to get into iBrooks and, and the, you know, the, the mess that that was. And we're going to add a, a further code, whether that's in paper form or uh, on your phone. Um, I don't know. I really don't. I really don't know what to make of it. To be honest, it's. I, I don't feel good about it. Put it that way. But I can understand from a a numbers point of view. If you're looking to try and reduce those, um, something needs to be done. But I, I don't know that this is the answer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ryan. I know that it's, nothing's been set in stone yet, and I know the fan group, the Scottish supporters fans group, was kind of wanting to go down the line of having random people picked out of the crowd to, to test them. But perhaps rather than using these vaccine passports, do you not think it would maybe make a wee bit more sense if you were just able to show that you were, you know, done a lateral flow test and tested negative before entry? Because as Jamie says, it's harsh on these people that haven't opted for the, the vaccine at this point. <clears throat> Yeah, I think the practicality of it's that's what the question is. It's another one of these things we covered in the previous pod about it does seem a great idea on paper and, and it, it's all about reducing the numbers and transmissions. But are they going to, are they asking every single fan to show this at the turnstiles before they go into the stadium or is someone up the queue checking everybody's uh, passports? I went to that gig last night and everyone had to have a negative test um, 40 hours prior to the gig and um, nobody was looking at it. You were just walking through and straight in and I feel as if that's what it will be like because can you imagine iBooks when one turnstile's not working or there's a bit of a queue and people are desperate to get in and 
it's just not practical. And I think it, it'll look good on a bit of paper, right? People need vaccine passports, but the practicality, it's not there for me. I just don't, I don't see it being sustainable going forward. Yeah, no, it's it's a very difficult one for them to deal with. I'm I'm in a situation I'm okay. I've I've got my double vaccination, but I know we're probably going to need a booster at some point. And at what point does that mean that your your two vaccinations you've had so far, if you've taken them, at what point do they become invalid? Um, no one's answered that question. I don't think um, if we're going to need these second ones. Um, Ali, come to you. We know someone that this is going to definitely impact because yeah. even if. Even if you've not had your, your your first dose yet, you'll be waiting until after Christmas probably before you've got your second dose. So what are your thoughts? And do you feel sorry for the, the, the person in question? Dexie. Well, <laughs> I was uh, I texted him last night to say that's you gubbed for iBooks now, but at least you can go to the pub and watch it. So um yeah, but his response to me was um they're only they might be doing spot checks as well, same similar to Ryan. On on paper, it, it sounds good, but the practicality of it is it's never going to work. Fifty thousand people, and what's the point of doing spot checks? I, I don't understand that. I mean, I downloaded my vaccine passport last night. You could easily edit that, change my name, and put somebody else's name on it, no doubt, and just show that. Are the guys in the door really going to scan, look at that properly, or I, I just the logistics of it? Can he see it working? But. I do. I feel sorry for for folk like Dixie that he's not had two vaccines. That's 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 his choice, and he's basically been punished. He, he's paid his money to go to see Rangers, and potentially he might not be able to see see Rangers till, like you said, maybe after Christmas, unless he gets his vaccines. And yeah, is it is it is it morally right to? I know. What I mean, that what they're trying to do is they're trying to get. It's mainly the younger ones who haven't been vaccinated i.e. if they want to go to nightclubs, etc., go to football, they're kind of bullying them in to get vaccines. So, yeah, it's a difficult one, but I, I, the logistics of it, I really can't see working. I know you said about lateral flow tests. I could do two lateral flow tests and they both be negative and give one of my pal. He can just use that. I mean, Ryan used the example last night, going to Biffy concert, but nobody was looking at it. I could just imagine the, the same thing at Ibrooks. I, I just think... The logistics, it won't work. And uh, they'll need to come up with something because it's only two, three weeks around the corner before this all happens and it kicks in. And I, I'm, uh, I'm not looking forward to queuing at iBooks for that day. That'll be that'll be something to be seen. Yeah, it'll be worse than it usually is. I mean, on my personal point, it doesn't really affect me because I've had both, both my doses, but I'd, I would be absolutely fuming if this came in before everyone had been offered the chance. To take both their vaccines, um, it's a bit slightly different if you've you've opted not to, um, but yeah, I, I'm not overly overly pleased with it at, at the moment. I'll need to read into it in a bit more detail. Um, Carney, your thoughts on this, but also there's three grounds within the SP within the Premiership that have got capacities less than ten thousand. That's Levy's, St Mirren's, and Ross Counties. Do you think they'll circumnavigate that, or do you think they'll get on board and it'll be like a blanket thing across the the Premiership grounds? No, I don't see them doing that at all, mate. Um, they're not going to turn away once they really kind of start opening things back up to the away ends as they as they usually do. I don't think there's any chance in um, any chance in hell, mate, of of them saying that you can you're going to have to have a, a, a 
COVID passport to get in, they will they'll just carry on as normal. Um I would I would fully imagine. Um again without being too political and all that and conspiracies and whatever else but around COVID. I, I I think it's I don't think it's right. I, I think it's um and this is coming from somebody that's had two vaccinations. I don't think this is correct. I, I don't I don't I don't agree with it. Uh, I feel really bad. I, I didn't even know you were going to name Dixie, but obviously that you, you've Ali's called him out on the pod. So if, <laughs> if, 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 if I was him, I would be contacting the SMP and saying, So you're gonna pay for my ticket then? Because I renewed my season ticket. On, under the rules as they were at that time and you've went and changed them halfway through so where do you stand with that? Uh, I feel really sorry for these people, uh, I don't think it's correct at all, it's your right to pick whether you're going to have a COVID jab or not, that's completely your choice uh, and as Ali you've, you've said it exactly, it's uh, dictatorship bullying mate, that's exactly what it is and trying to get people to get vaccinated, <sighs> again agree with it or not, it's still people's choice I know COVID is obviously a thing, it's affected a lot of people Um people have died from it yes i completely understand that i i got it because if i ever get it i don't want to feel the full effects of covid put it that way uh, and the vaccine's the best possible way for me not to but i also knew in the back of my mind that this day was going to come that i would have to show two te- two jabs in order to get into ibrooks so that was my choice for doing it but i just i still no matter even though one of my reasons was to do this because I knew they were going to bring it in, I still doesn't make me agree with it. I think it's I think it's wrong. Yep, yep. Um okay, well I think we'll finish up the news unless anyone's got anything else to add um, by fin- finishing with the Euro squad announcement that um, got released last week. Um I think the main things to take out of this is that Ryan Jack's been included in the squad and Simpson, Jack Simpson has dropped out the squad. Now I don't it's not a like for like replacement. It's not a switch between them two. I th- I'm fairly certain that um Sakala's inclusion in the squad has meant that Simpson has had to drop out um due to the, the rules that um, UEFA put in place. Um Ali, come to you. How are you feeling about the fact that Jack's in the squad and the squad in general? Yeah, it's good. He did. I know you'll come on to press her, but he did mention Jack's back in training and stuff. So that, that's good news. Um, now, going forward, he'll be a massive boost if we can get him back in the next few weeks or whatever it is. Um, Jack Simpson dropping out. Does he surprise me? We've got um, Balogun, Goldson, Hollander. Big Shirley can play there as well as cover, so he can play there. So we don't really need Simpson, so we might as well bring Sakala in, a bit of firepower. So. I'm quite happy with it. Bakuna's in there as well, who we've yet to see too. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a, it's a good squad and I'm, I'm happy with the squad. Yep, no, I'm really happy with it as well. Um, Ryan, your thoughts on the, the Euro squad? Yeah, same as Ali. I'm not surprised that Simpson dropping out. I don't I don't imagine he's using like four defenders the way we kind of rotate. I don't imagine he's doing that in the in the group stages and unless there's an injury or Suspension. We've we've more than got the defensive positions covered. Um, Bakuna, obviously, I've not seen him yet, but that's he's an attacking attacking midfielder, isn't he? So, hopefully, he can hit a shot from outside the box. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad to see him in the squad. And Ryan Jack speaks for himself. I'm I'm pretty desperate to see him playing again because I'll be honest. When he wasn't ready at the beginning of the season, I was fearing that we were going to get the news that he wasn't coming back. Um, so having him in the squad is is great. And I think Stephen Davis will be glad that he's come back as well, just to kind of get a, 
a bit of rest bait in the midfield. Yeah, yeah. Um, on Ryan's point there, Jamie, the fact that we've only got three centre halves in the team. Now, if we do pick up in particular suspensions, because your centre backs are probably your most susceptible players to pick up bookings, um, do you think it would maybe potentially a wee bit light in the centre backs slot then, if that does happen? Um, not necessarily. I think I think it's a good point. Uh, Ali made about uh, Bassey being able to cover at centre half. I think push come to shove. There's there's a few players that could fill in there. Um, so now I'm I'm comfortable with the, the kind of the, the depth that we've got um, in in defence in, in general. I dare say that I'm going to have the fear actually saying this out loud, but you could probably stick Tav in there as well if you really needed oh, him to do a job. Jeez, um, Jamie, what are you talking face. about, man? You <laughs> <laughs> if 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 you've got suspensions and you've not got a centre half to play, who else are you going to play there? Yeah, right. Now, but back to the point though, as we've got plenty, we've got plenty of cover. Um, I think I think Bassey's the the next one to come in there. But um, between between Goldson, um, Balligan, and Halander, um, I'm pretty comfortable with that that rotation. Let's be honest, it's Goldson and another, isn't it? Um. Yeah. Okay, Scott. Um. Any other thoughts on the, the Euro squad? No, I'm quite happy enough with it. It's kind of what I expected, to be honest. I think obviously the Ryan Jack ones raised a few eyebrows. Um, obviously, we, I'm desperate to see him um, as much as everybody else is. As I say, I, I think it's some, it's encouraging to see that he's in the team. Whether we actually see him or not, we don't know. Um, we don't know. Uh, we, we'll need to, we will need to wait and see. But I mean, the squad is what it is. As say Simpson dropping out, I'm not a massive, not a massive shock. And as you said, I don't actually think it is Ryan Jack that's replaced him. It looks like it's the inclusion of Sakala that's probably caused that to happen. Uh, but yeah, I mean the team is what it is. I don't think Jack Simpson's anywhere near the the running really for um, getting any sort of serious game time. Uh, maybe this season he might get a wee run out in some of the maybe the cup games if we're drawn against low league opposition. But yeah, I'm happy enough with the with the squad and it's good to see Ryan Jack's name there. Yep, it is indeed. Um, so unless anyone's got anything else in news, I think we can just move on to the press conference. Just happy Go with that. It, mate. Yep. Okay, doc. So it was a late press conference today, um, and first out was um, Stephen Gerrard. So obviously, he asked the obligatory um, question about squad news and injuries and whatnot. And Hadji was obviously the, the first one he mentioned. Obviously, him picking up COVID means he's out for the weekend. It's looking very likely that he'll be out for the Leon game, and we're not entirely sure yet. But he may even be out for the the, the following week as well, depending on, on the rules around that. He did mention that um, Ryan Jack was needing fitness, so to me that sounds like he might be in the you know the squad, the starting eighteen for the game against Leon next Thursday potentially, if not hopefully uh, the the game at the weekend, and then again Offerbra um, probably about a, a week before we know know anything further for that. Um, and then went on to talk, speak about some of the the deadline the business and the, the business across the transfer window as a whole. Oh, and he was just really happy that we've managed to keep all our players, the key players that he wanted. Um, and what he, what he did mention is that no offers came in either this window or previous windows that have met our our own valuation. His personally, you know, the boards in terms of letting the player go. So that was that was good to hear. 
Um, also asked about the game against St Johnson tomorrow, and yeah, very, very political, saying you know that Davidson's a, a top coach, and it's going to be we're going to have to be at our best to actually to get a result. But you know, we can't expect that um, with Gerard. He's not going to turn around and say, ah, it'll be a doddle." Um, he did mention that Patterson was the only bid that he was aware of that we actually received across the transfer window. Although he's not entirely sure, something could have come in to get back straight out the park for your likes of Morelos and um, had um, not Hadji Kamara before getting sent down to him to kind of approve it. So it was only Patterson that came in, and again he was he seemed almost a bit offended by, by the level he bid that had come in um, for, for Patterson. Um, he also talked about his own frustration um, and missing out on the games due to having to isolate himself due to the COVID situation we had. But he was very pleased with Michael and Gary, um, them coming in to do, do the job. And then finally, in Gerard's one, he rounded up with sort of three questions that we all discussed on the Q&A pod um, on Monday night. And then um, thank you, everyone, um, for getting involved in that. Um, we really enjoyed doing that. But it was about Robbie McCrory always being in this, their plans. You know, there's a clear path for him, clear future. Talked about all a lot of the B team players that are knocking at the door, and in particular Stephen Kelly. He felt that it wasn't right for him to go out and loan. I know we discussed that on Monday night, but he feels that the best thing for Kelly at the moment is to stay and kind of fight for his place because he seems to be the one that's nearest. Although obviously the midfield is quite a quite a tough place to get at the moment. And then again, he talked about Patterson in terms of going out and loan wasn't an option really. Um, he's getting enough training, out of training with your likes of Kent, your Roofs, your Aribos, your Morelos is challenging him every day. So, yeah, all in all from Gerard, it was fairly good. Um, quickly got on to Roof. Um, he was the player that was involved today and it was the Kenny players you would expect. The type, type of questions you would expect um, asked of a player. You know, and it was, again, just going to say it was going to be a very difficult match tomorrow. Um, how he's been dealing with COVID and he's, he accepts that everyone has to pretty much just deal with it. He's quite happy that we're playing Thursday, Sunday, but always like to rather play than train, which, you know, players always say. And then the big one, he said that he's really, really proud, obviously, that he get they called up to um, the Jamaica squad. And um, obviously, I think his, his dad um, was born in Jamaica. So it was a proud moment for him. And it was something a bit different. He'd said, certainly getting beat 3-0 must be something a bit different rather than you're not playing for Rangers. <laughs> um, so, Ali, we'll just go around the tables here. Ali, what did you make of the, the press conference? Yeah. Same as pretty much every press conference. The Kamar Roof one's the usual, to be honest. But in terms of Gerard, um, I was interested in terms of who was available for tomorrow. And it's a clean bill of health, pretty much, apart from Haji said. So, yeah, that was good. I did have one wee curveball for my team tomorrow. But when he's mentioned the guy I, I thought may start, I'm not putting him in my team anymore. So he's come out of my team. But I'll tell you that later on. But um, no, nah, I. But he was pretty positive, Gerard. He was up for it. Discussing Johnson as well. They've obviously lost two players in the transfer. No, they're two most important players. They've not started overly great, St. Johnston. So, no, I thought he, he seemed he seemed quite positive, Gerard. He's obviously he's been stuck in the house probably for ten days, so he's probably ready to go as well. But I, I thought it was a positive. Um, positive press conference and I, I think they're all ready to go. I'm ready to go as well because I've been waiting two weeks for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I nearly I nearly didn't watch Kemar Roof's 
press conference because I tend to only to watch Gerrard's, but I thought, seeing as I was hosting today, I better, better do that. Um, Carney, did you take anything away from that different tally? Uh, no, very much the same. Um, first thing off, I think when you watch the video back on YouTube, uh, the first voice that you hear asking a question is David Edgar, um, which is obviously after the carry-on he's had with a heart and hand in the daily record. It's brilliant to see that the club are fully backing him and uh, he's still obviously allowed his, his media access and he's still a media partner with the club. So a massive congratulations to him and the club for that. Uh, apart from that, Obviously, it's good to hear that Hadji was asymptomatic. It doesn't look like he's had any kind of real effects of it, so hopefully he will be back soon. And obviously, the, the mentioning of Ryan Jack, and you'd said there, Scott, that he potentially could be back on maybe in the squad for the Leon game, which would make perfect sense because my favourite players might actually make an appearance in the Leon game and I'll not even be there. So, yeah, that sounds about right, mate, to be honest. But, um, I mean... In terms of in terms of everything else, but in terms of Kamar Roof, I think who's the who's the most popular player um, for Jamaica? Is it Leon Bailey? Is that is that, that Jamaican? Anto- Antonio plays them as well for West Ham. Antonio. So I yeah. mean, so I mean, Kamar's uh, he's going to be playing along a, a couple of decent players as well, learn a wee bit from them, and it's it's a it's a good thing for him um, to be able to. He handled himself quite well. I think he does handle himself quite well, Kamar Roof, and he's obviously absolutely buzzing the fact he's a, he's going to play with him. So yeah, I mean, all positive as you would expect. Obviously, Gerard, I think kept his cards a wee bit close to his chest with the the bid thing. Um, I would be shocked if there's not been a bid for Kamara this this window. I would be absolutely shocked. So I don't think he's he's telling the full truth there. But why would he? Do you know what I mean? Why would he? And uh, yeah, it's good to see. As he obviously had mentioned that Kent and Brelos, they've both had bids knocked back, not this window anyway. And I think um, the fact that Everton have made such a little, um, or a small offer um, for Nathan Parson has kind of got up Gerard's nose a wee bit. But all positive. And as I said, roll on tomorrow. I cannot wait for it. Yep. Um, Jamie, come at you. What were your thoughts on the press conferences today? I haven't seen them. I'm going to be honest. But <laughs> busy I thought boy, you rounded them up very well. <laughs> I thought you rounded them up well, Scotia, so I enjoyed your roundup, mate. No, it wasn't. It doesn't. It didn't seem to be as bad as the last time I done it. If anyone wants to go and see that disaster, go into the archives and dig that out. <laughs> and, uh, Ryan, did you manage to catch any of the press conferences today? Yeah, I did my homework because um, I'm obviously committed to the pod, unlike Jamie. <laughs> oh, aye. Teacher's pet. <laughs> oh, gloves are off. Gloves are off. Um, your, t- your, your time's almost up, Mr. Low, I think. Uh, <laughs> I did. <laughs> I watched it. Only two things to add um, was the Stephen Kelly thing. I think it's good what he said because he maybe just thinks it's more beneficial for Kelly to be around about people like Stephen Davis and Kamara every day. He's probably had the chat with him knowing he's not going to be playing every week or even getting an appearance minutes in his legs every week. But just being in the dressing room every week, a champions dressing room, let's not forget that, with people like McGregor, Davis, training with guys like Glenn Kamara every day. I mean, maybe this is just the push he needs to get start playing first team football for us. So I think it's maybe a good decision that he's not put him out alone. Um, the other thing I wanted to say as the last pod, and I'm glad that he gave Michael Beale and Gary McAllister um, praise for how they dealt with things because I think Rangers as a club, how they dealt with the COVID situation was impeccable. Gary McAllister just took the questions before the old firm game. Um, we didn't moan about what players were out. We just got on with it. We played with our third choice. 
I mean, we rubbed our faces in it after it, but nobody really moaned or said that we had a depleted squad. We didn't have our chief exec coming out in a press conference saying we are the most, nobody's been impacted by COVID more than us. You know, we just got on with it and we got two big results and I'm glad Gerard kind of nailed that home today. You could tell he was proud of Bill and uh, McAllister. It just shows the uh, team camaraderie that we've got at Ibrox just now. But yeah, it was, a, it was a positive press conference, I think. Yep, so if no one's no one's seen the press conference, you can either go on to the Rangers YouTube channel and get it there, or if you've got Rangers TV, they'll pop up in your B app. Um, yep, so um, that'll do us in the press conference, and we'll swiftly move on to do a wee quick discussion about the St. Johnson game tomorrow, which takes place at McDermott Park, um, and it's a 12.30 kickoff live on Sky Sports Television. So before I come round to you, I'll just carry round up a wee bit about St. Johnson. They haven't won in the league yet, this season, after four games, they've got three draws and a, and a d- d- defeat. Um, they obviously they had a great draw away to Galatasaray in the Con- Europa Conference League, but they then kind of finally succumbed to them in the return leg. Then towards the end of the match, when Galatasaray were just a wee bit too too good for them, but they, they, they did look decent certainly in the first half of that game that I sat down and watched that. Um, However, having said that, Ali, you mentioned this. They've lost two of their best players in the captain, Kerr and McCann. And I'm fairly certain that Glenn Middleton will not be able to play for them because he's our reader, his parent club. Um, and then also they're one of the wee loan signings from in midfield. They got um, McPherson from St Mirren. I think he dislocated his shoulder earlier in the week, so he's he doesn't look like he's playing... Um, so, so that's it in terms of St Johnston. Um, we'll go back round the way, um, Ryan, and we'll start with you. What are your thoughts on the game game tomorrow? And you can also, if you want, give us your your expected starting eleven. Well, I think that the first thing that comes into my head is obviously you just want the result, but I think there's a scar tissue thing with us after we've had an old firm result that you've got this kind of wee thought in the back of your head of. Don't go and muck this up. You've done the hard work. Let's just get the result tomorrow and, and start getting a run. And it is scar tissue because they proved that last season. But there is that wee kind of doubt in your head. We should beat them tomorrow. Like, and I would like to see us get a few goals as well. I don't who's the two players have lost. I know the boy McCann that they lost. Um he's a good player, but who was the other boy? It was somebody care. Yeah, he was a captain. captain. Defender. Oh, Jamie, half, yeah. Centre half, is he? I liked the boy McCann, and I was kind of surprised that he went down south. However, for example, if we were at the table for him, I don't think we would have got him for that money. I think that's clear by any Scottish club that's in talks with Rangers. Um, but yeah, I'm expecting a comfortable, comfortable game tomorrow. Like if we start well, we could score a few goals. Um, in terms of my starting lineup, I think I think we'll all be very similar with us. It'll be McGregor, Tav, Wilson, Hollander. I think Barisic will hold on to his place. I think it'll be Davis, Kamara, Joe Aribo. Joe's Joe Aribo's fit, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then this would probably be my front three. Would be Alfie. Kent and Roof, I think that's attacking. And yeah. That quite excites me, to be honest. So, yeah, that's my starting lineup. And do you want a prediction for the score? Um, 
Yeah, I suppose so. We'll 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 go the scores as well because it means Ali's last, so you will see his wee disappointed face when someone picks the same (laughs) result that he's got. I'm going to go 3-1 Rangers. 3-1 Rangers. Very good. Yeah, because we've we've got the chance to go top top of the league tomorrow. Um, At least for 24 hours at least until the the Edinburgh Derby on the Sunday. Um, Jamie, come to you, your thoughts on the game and your your lineups and score prediction. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think, uh, as Ryan's touched on there, it's been a, a long two weeks, um, obviously, with international football, but following such a, a big result and a big game, a big high. So it's going to be really important for them to to continue with that, that momentum. Um, obviously, had a bit of a, a stuttering start to the season. So it's really important we go on and um, build some momentum and, and get some... Um, a string of proper results in. Um, I know there's been a bit of focus on uh, St. Johnson losing a couple of players, but we just need to focus focus on ourselves. And I think even with the, the loss of Hadji, we can still field a really strong team. So um, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the game and expecting a, a strong win. Uh, for my team, it's actually the exact same as Ryan's, apart from... I wonder if he's going to stick with McCrory. I'm saying he's going to go McCrory. Um, no and thanks, thanks for your opinion, Ali. This is my thing. <laughs> uh, so I think Ali McCrory. Um, I think I think that's an interesting point about uh, Barisic, though. As in, I know he was um, he he'd actually played for for Croatia. So I don't know if depends what condition he comes back in, whether or not he plays Barsi. Um, but yeah, I think he's going to go McCrory. That's my only change, and I'm going to go for two nil Rangers with goals from Roof and Morelos. In fact, um, Ryan, we didn't come at you. Do you want to give us any scorers, or are you just going for the three one? Hat trick, Alfie. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Yeah, as you mentioned there, yeah, Barisic, he just, he just, it was Wednesday night he played, and I think he put in a really, really good performance. I didn't actually watch that game, but by all accounts, he was one of the, the top Croatia players. Um, Carney, come to you. What are your thoughts yeah. and what are your lineups, etc.? In terms of what you just said about Barisic, I didn't watch it either, but from what reports I've seen, he's, he's played a stormer on um, Wednesday night, so he, he's, he's, he might have found a wee bit of... A wee bit of form, and obviously Gerard and the coaching staff are going to be well aware of that. So I do expect him to come back in. Before I get the team, um, St Johnston, they've not started well at all. Um, losing the two players at the price that they did is kind of shocking, to be honest. I say they, they really have kind of sold them, not on the cheap, but as as we said, if the Rangers or Celtic were in for either of them, they would have expected a lot more money. I would have thought. So yeah, I and mean, then they'll be looking to hit some run of run of former. Um, to upset us, I think, is um, the kind of main aim. So I, I expect them not to really come flying as I don't think. I think they'll try and make us make mistakes and then try and catch us, I suppose. But, I mean, I expect Rangers to, to kick on now. As I say, I think Ryan's made a cracking point that about the scar tissue after an old firm. You're always just thinking to yourself, just getting our three points after an old firm. You don't want the old firm win to become almost meaningless. I know it's not really meaningless, but in terms of the, the points 
a tally on the table, it kind of becomes a bit meaningless in that sense. Um, I will give credit to St. Johnson. Don't know if any of you have seen it. They made the Football Manager 2022 advert, the, the new trailer that's come out. So I was like, that's another highlight for them because they won the two cups. They, they were mentioned at the end of it. Uh, so I was like, fair play. I mean, that's that's quite a big deal, to be honest. Um, but I mean, yeah, I mean, I fully expect Rangers to to win the game. Um, my team is slightly different. Um Everybody's the same. I think Barry should definitely come in. Uh, Jamie, I'd love to think he would play McCrory, but I don't think he will. I think he'll bring McGregor back in. And I'll put a Rebo out wide right and drop Roof, and I think Lundstrom will play in the midfield. Uh, I know, I know, I know, but I'm just thinking of what Gerard might be thinking, and I think he'll play Lundstrom, Davis and Kamara in the midfield, Kent, Morelos and Aribo at the front, and I'll go for 3-0, I'll go for Kent, Morelos and Steve Davis to score. Excellent. Um, right, we'll come you actually not needs down, Scott. We've never noted these down before ever. Well, and you're I'm actually sitting right, right down the scores. <laughs> Fair enough, mate. <laughs> Just so I don't need to read out my team in full if someone's made the, picked the exact same team. Right, okay, fair enough. Um, you'll need, to be, you'll need yeah. to be on tomorrow as well, Scotia. Well, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> Come at you then, Pearson. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've, we've said it, we hope that old firm is going to kickstart Rangers for to go on a run now, and there's no point us going to McDermott Park and dropping points, because it just... What's the point of beating Celtic? So we, we need to go there and win. I, I want, I want a win, but I want a performance as well. Um, in St Johnston, I they've not been great this season. I've watched the European games like yourself, Scotia. I thought they looked all right. I thought they ran out of steam, and the other teams just took over and scored later in the game. I think they'll sit in again. I think we owe them one because last season we played them back to back. Should have beat them in the league. Gave them a last-minute goal, and again at Ibrox in the cups. So I think that'll be in the back of Gerard's head to go out there and not give them a doing, but we owe them one. And uh, yeah, they've sold the two guys. In fact, the two guys they sold. Their chairman actually came out an open letter that he did, which he did uh, a statement. It was actually quite refreshing to hear. Actually, the reason he sold Ali McCann was because Ali McCann said, "I want to go." It was life-changing money, and he was stuck. He was stuck basically. Do we keep a player that doesn't want to be here, or do we do we cash in our chips? And he probably wanted to get more money, but he took the decision to cash in the chips and not have an unhappy player. So fair play for him to come out and say that. But yeah, my my team for um for tomorrow is um the exact same as Ryan's. That's my team. I did think he might start Bakuna as a wee curveball, but when he came out and says Bakuna is nearly there. I knew he'd be in a bench. So, yeah, I would play that. I know Carney's putting Lundstrom in there. I just think St. Mir- you know, St. Mir- St. Johnson will sit deep tomorrow. So, I think we need a couple of players that can unlock doors. Joe Aribos, Kamara, Ruffs, etc. That's my thinking behind it, Kamara. So, yeah, that's my team. The same as Ryan's. And my prediction is uh, 3-0. And I've got Ryan Kent, first goal scorer. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so my team is pretty much identical to Ryan and Ali's, but I've got in the back of my mind because Hellander and Barisic both played on Wednesday there that they might get they might not start, but they're both in terrific form. They've both you know had really good old firm games and both played really well for their country during the international break. So it wouldn't surprise me if Balogun and Bassey do come in there. 
but, uh, but I'm not entirely sure. But my, my one change would be I would bring in Scott Wright to start instead of instead of Ruth, just because he's, he's you know he'll be completely fresh, whereas Ruth was obviously travelling back from Jamaica. And um, yeah, three 0 for myself as well, and I will go Alfie Wright and Arebo goal scorers. Okay, guys, um, that will do us here um, on the club preview. Um, so thank you very much, Alistair Pearson. Well done, Scotty. You've done well. Just about finished that in 55 minutes as well. So there's a wee omen. So um, yeah, well done, Scotty. Well, yeah. right, well done. Yeah, we're going yes. to miss it because yep. you won't shut up. <laughs> yeah. so we're going we're to only, we're only 55 minutes. It's cool. I'll just keep talking so we'll go past 55 minutes. <laughs> Oh, he's raging. <laughs> Not really, because you keep talking, so it's you that's doing that. Yeah. I don't yeah, care. Barney, cheers. No bother, mate. Well done, Scotia, on your, your hosting debut, mate. Uh, yes, looking forward to tomorrow now. Um, me and Jamie, will, at least me and Jamie will be back tomorrow uh, after the game, bring you a, a club reaction pod. But yes, let's, let's go back to football as normal. Yep. Cheers. Uh, Jamie, thank you very much. Thank you. Enjoyed that and, and very much looking forward to tomorrow and uh, speak to you, at least you, Scott, uh, tomorrow. Yep. And finally, thank you, Ryan. Cheers, guys, and well done, everybody, for watching the press conference. <laughs> oh, sorry, <David. laughs> Cheers, guys. Thank you. Enjoyed it. Yep. Yeah, no, as Carney says, um, certainly him and Jamie will be back with you tomorrow after the game to give a reaction. I may be on if I'm not, it means that I'm in the pub with Pearson. Um, so I'll maybe see you tomorrow. Um, but before I go, if I could just ask everyone to please subscribe to our YouTube channel, um, like, share and leave a comment. And you can also find us on your usual social media channels, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram and TikTok. Basically spread the word if you enjoyed what you, you've seen today or even if you didn't, just spread the word. Um, we, we do appreciate it. Um, so that'll do us, yeah. Um, thanks. Speak to you all later.